Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. This is Steve White for the Prep for Today podcast. On this episode, I'd like to go ahead and talk about a really nice web-based utility for charting finances. Uh, This is episode number nine. I'm going to be doing a series of different financial-related podcasts, and I figured this would be a really nice place to start. Trying to figure out where things are at, uh, kind of know where you're starting from. So you have a nice good baseline to work against. You can work uh, work accordingly as far as um, investing and preparing for retirement, managing your finances, reducing debt, and so on. So about nine months ago, well, actually for many years, I've been using Quicken, uh, both locally installed as well as uh, the Quicken, where it had the web connect and things like that over the years. I go back all the way back to Quicken 4.0, so if anybody remembers that one, that's been around a long, long time. But they have a utility where it goes through and it can connect to your, some of your investment accounts and things like that. And the problem I had was keeping the thing synced, and it was just really cumbersome. And it was you could tell that it was a hodgepodge as the years went on. They continued to add on to the product and, and kind of bolt pieces on and uh, rubber band and bailing wire and make it, make, it, make it happen. So I got fed up with that, and I considered doing the upgrades now that Quicken... Uh, Quicken has divested themselves of, um, I'm sorry, uh, Intuit has divested themselves of Quicken, of the Quicken products since they've got Mint. And I was looking for something to really help manage more of the financial side than it is more so the the bank account side or the bank registers, things like that. That's where Quicken strength really was in the beginning anyways because working as a check register and being able to do reports and things like that. So in my search about nine, ten months ago, I found a product called Personal Capital. And what Personal Capital is, is a web-based, it's a free uh, web-based aggregator for your accounts, if you will, where basically you link your accounts to it and they create a dashboard where you can go through and manage it. It, it has an API that connects to all these different resources, an API being an electronic interface into your account, kind of like your electronic check registers. And it pulls all that information together into one central uh, dashboard. And in that dashboard, you have your liabilities and your assets and your investment accounts, your bank accounts, whatever you add, your mortgage, car loans, things like that, uh, whatever type of accounts you, you have. Or if there's if it doesn't fit the category or if they don't have a connector for a particular uh, financial uh, company, you can actually manually add things in as well for things that are off-system, so if you want to add inventory values. So... It's called Personal Capital, and I'll have a link down below in the in the notes for this episode. And I also have one over in the sidebar, too, because they're actually running kind of a neat little uh, intro thing right now. It's, a, it's free. It's completely free. And that's where I did my research, and I was like, well, this is almost too good to be true. You know, what's going on with this? I did my research, and I went ahead and started testing it about, like I said, about 9, 10 months ago. And I'm just blown away by it. Um, just absolutely love it. And telling people I work with about it, um, they're using it. It's really a, quite, a, quite an incredible tool. So what you do is, with personal capital, is it's a web-based system. And how the company actually makes their money is they have two sides of the house. They have personal capital, the, the web tool here, and they also do financial management for, for high net worth individuals on the, on the other side of the house. And so what they do is they basically they have uh, 1.5 million users that use their software, and then on the other side, they manage $5.5 billion in assets over on their side. And I have no affiliation with personal capital except for being a, being a user of their system. And I've actually talked to one of their advisors in the past just to get some, some uh, like almost like a consulting call, which is pretty neat. Kind of helped me identify where I was at, um, you know, kind of with the plans that I have and what I'm working towards. So basically what you do is you go through, you create an account, you link your accounts, bank accounts, like I mentioned, bank accounts, investment accounts, all types of things. And they have an incredible list of, of 
financial uh, systems that they can connect to. Unlike Quicken, I mean, there are a lot of things in here that Quicken didn't even have. Uh, so basically, you, you aggregate it, you connect to them, and they add them into your account list. And from that point forward, all of your transactions aggregate in to like a big, um, a couple different categories. Like you have transactions, and then it calculates your net worth across your accounts and things like that. But in the transactions, it pulls them all in together and puts them all in one big, one big list, if you will. And you can filter it and sort it by date and all that good stuff. But you can categorize things. And just like your credit card auto-categorizes, uh, this does something very similar. So if you have a retirement account and you've got contributions going in, like a 403 or a 401k or an IRA or whatever it is, the contributions come in, it knows that it's a retirement contribution. It's no, it's dividend income. On a cash account, it'll say it's investment income. Or if it's in a retirement account, it will come in and say retirement income and so on. And then it'll go through your your credit cards and your PayPal and things like that, and it'll know, and you can recategorize things as well. So, and your bank accounts and so on. So it knows, you know, what's fuel versus groceries and things like that. Uh, but you can also go through and say, you know, whatever you whatever you want to, you can add your own categories, you can recategorize and so on. But the strength in this product is, A, it does all that automatically. It basically aggregates those accounts, you know, constantly. Whenever you log in, it goes through and it re, you know, repools them for current transactions, new transactions. And then they give you a really nice dashboard to go through and look at this and say, oh, I want to look at my cash and investments, transactions, you know, credits, loans, mortgages, and so on. And then the real value in this, the real some of the real strength in this product is, A, you don't have to do anything, unlike Quicken, where you have to enter in your asset, your transactions, things like that. Uh, this works straight against accounts. So over here on the banking side, you can go through and say, oh, I want to see my cash flow. And, and the gold in this product is really in the reporting capabilities uh, and the projections and the, and the planning tools and things like that. Because it has the data, you can go through and, and really slice and dice things. So an example is you can go over into the cash flow side, over in the banking category, and look at cash flow. And I can look at income and expense month over month from previous month. They show you a little donut chart. They show you a little line graph with the ghost graph from the previous month. You can see how you're doing uh, trending-wise. You can adjust your date ranges and so on, look month over month, year over year, all months of the year, things like that. But it's very, uh, very interesting, and then you can exclude and include different accounts. But So what I'm getting at is it's a great tool that lets you go through and see all of your transactions across all of your accounts in one place, in one consolidated dashboard. If you're like a lot of people, you have different different investment things. You may have some personal investments, some IRAs from an old uh, employer, some current 401 or 403 or whatever, uh, retirement accounts at a current employer, things like that. This takes all of those and pulls them into one place so you see the holistic view of your uh, financial assets. Uh, same thing for mortgages, things like that. You can include those, loans, credit cards, all that stuff. So you can see how your credit card transactions are by category, uh, month over month, and so on. Um, you can even include uh, your your home value uh, based off of uh, Zillow or Zillow. So it's as good as the data is there, but it's kind of neat. You can see it as part of your net worth calculation because it'll track assets, liabilities, net worth, and so on. Something else that's really spectacular about personal capital that I really like about this, and this is something that as I go through these next round of podcasts that I have coming out here soon, it's going to be talking about how do you plan for retirement and some things that you can do there to help identify what do you have, uh, is your diversification what you're looking for. And I'm not a financial uh, person per se um, outside of my own personal stuff, so I'm not you know pitching anything on the financial side or anything like that, uh, but 
as I go through and make my plans, uh, this is a tool that I use to to help me identify what's my diversification in all the funds within all of my accounts, looking at it from the whole perspective, not just each individual. And sometimes you just don't know what's inside a mutual fund. And I'll talk about that in just a second. So over on the investing side, uh, you can go through and slice and dice. It'll take, look at all the accounts and what the holdings are in those accounts. And then you can go through and look at them by holding. And it'll tell you what they are, you know, what the individual holdings are if you have individual stocks. Um, if you have mutual funds, it'll show you the mutual funds, value comparisons, values, and all that good stuff with little trend lines. And also it calls a U-index. And it talks about a U-index, which is basically your data compared to the S&P 500, the Dow, a foreign index, and a U.S. bond index over time. And it shows you how you're performing against these other these other um, um, index, index indexes. Uh, in that, then you can also go through and look at your look at your balances and all of your accounts, and you can set your time frame so you can see where things are at, and you can see performance, which is pretty neat. And then allocations, and allocations is really really one of the big diamonds in the rough here. Is it goes through and it looks at those holdings within all of those investment accounts and all those mutual funds and how much you have in each mutual fund, and it and it distills it down to say. How much is in cash, international bonds, U.S. bonds, international stocks, U.S. stocks, and so on. And then you can also go even more granular than that, and you could say, oh, I want to see by sector. So if I want to go through and say, oh, I want to see the U.S. sectors, uh, what's basic materials, communication, consumer cyclical, computer defensive, and so on. And it's aggregating all of that data automatically across all of your investments and all of your accounts that you have linked to the system which is really just mind-blowing. So if you're working on getting a nice diversified portfolio and say, oh, I want to be X percent in bonds and X percent in, in U.S. blue chips or, you know, large cap, small cap, medium cap, you know, emerging markets, whatever, this gives you that data underneath that to say what percentage of my portfolio is in what, is in what asset class, um, cash versus utilities versus technology and so on, uh, which is really just... Just an incredible, incredible, powerful, powerful information. So I talked a little bit about the overview of what this does, a little bit about the banking side, so you can look at cash flow. It also has one for bills, so if you know you've got predictive bills. Uh, we talked about investing. And then one of the other really neat things here is planning. And this is one of my favorite pieces of this whole, this whole tool, is you can go through and create scenarios and multiple scenarios for whatever you want, whatever you want to build. Let's say you want to build a retirement scenario and say, oh, I want to retire at, at age X and I want to have X amount of my income coming in per month. You can go through and you can add in income events, they call them. Things like what's your savings right between now and then? You know, how long is that going to last as far as when you can put in before you retire so you, uh, you can plan accordingly long term. Also, Social Security. What's your estimate and when does it start for you and your spouse or whomever? Um, also, you can add yours. Uh, you can add in a spouse or a secondary person. Uh, pension income. If you have any pension income, you can add um, annuities, just different other predicted incomes. If you have rental properties and you've got prediction on income there, different things like that. You can add these into this into this uh, scenario. And then on the back side of that, you can add spending goals as well. And said, oh, I want to plan on having um, retirement spending of X amount per year starting at whatever age. Or I want to say, oh, I want to budget an additional amount for health care for a certain time. Let's say you want to retire early and you're going to, do, you're going to buy your own health insurance until, until you hit Medicare and then you're going to do supplemental after that. 
You can add all these things into your scenario. Oh, I want to. I'm planning on having a car payment or replacing a car, or the mortgage is going to run until whenever. You can add those pieces into the scenario. And then what it does is it takes all that data together, and it runs against a, basically basically like a data warehouse model. It's almost. And it goes through and it calculates those out, and it figures out 5,000 different projections and comes out with your probability of being able to achieve that for your life expectancy that you, that you told. I think it defaults to 93 years old. And it says, hey, here's your, here are your significant events, when Social Security starts, things like that. And it tells you what your monthly retirement spending ability is projected versus your desired. And it can tell you what percentage of probability based on that information, based on today's information, um, you're likely to hit that. And you can go through and build multiple scenarios. You can increase the income, increase the, you know, to adjust your retirement age, do all types of things like that. But it lets you go through and build multiple scenarios and say, hey, how do these work? If I add more into savings monthly, if I add, you know, if I fund a Roth independent of uh, employment investments, things like that, how does that help weigh into the big picture of what's going on with my retirement plan? So that's really where some of the gold is in this in this product. It's really something spectacular. And it's hard to believe that it's free, but it makes sense because it gives them good data that they can use to build their data models. Um, but at the same time, they also look for people that may have an opportunity that are at a certain threshold where they can, you know, uh, do an analysis and try to help get them over on the managed managed side of the business. But they're really not pushy. They're not salesy. Um, I reached out to one of the one of the investment individuals to just to kind of talk about what my plans are and how my portfolio looks. And it was really, it was a non-salesy call. So it was pretty neat. So, but that's something that's pretty neat there in the planning side. Um, it'll also go through and look at the retirement fee. It'll do a retirement fee analyzer where it goes through and looks at all of your investments and say, what are the fees on the, on the holdings within your portfolios? And how do those compare? What's the average fee per year? What's the expense ratio on an individual stock in a mutual fund? Because sometimes in these employer funds, you really have no clue what you're paying or any mutual fund, really, frankly, or ETFs and things like that. Um, so this kind of shows you where that's at. So it kind of gives you some more additional information. Uh, let's see, the last thing I have here, like an investment checkup, which is kind of neat. It goes through and says your asset allocation is whatever. Using your recommended target allocations, it can mean whatever difference between now and retirement. And it says, oh, based on you know a conservative uh, medium, I forgot what the different portfolio categories are. Um, most conservative to most aggressive. It kind of goes through and shows how things are trending, uh, how your diversification is based off of a base model, things like that. So it gives you some really nice planning information. So it talks about allocations, it talks about stocks, it talks about costs and so on. And of course they have the financial advisor that can give you, you know, a portfolio review and things like that. Um, so they can tell you if you're over, over invested in, in a single stock in a, in a ratio of your portfolio and things like that, uh, where you are bonds versus stocks, I mean, all that great stuff. So really, really a powerful, powerful tool. So I know it's a lot of information, but this is really a good cornerstone to start talking about uh, different things uh, as far as the, the financial series that I'm looking, looking to cover here, which is going to cover things like different ways to raise cash, um, help cash flow, help improve cash flow, um, retirement planning, because let's say you're let's say you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It's always a good time to be planning for retirement. Um, I know a lot of people that are in their in their 20s and 30s and 
and maybe even 40s that are saying, hey, retirement's 25 years away. But I'm like, well, if you start planning for it now, you're going to be ready for it then. And that's really the gist of what this podcast is all about, the Prep for Today podcast. If you prepare for today, you'll be ready for tomorrow. So the more information you have to work with today, the better you can, you can plan and adjust accordingly. So I know it's a lot of information to cover in a short time. I hope I didn't talk too fast. Um, so, but I wanted to talk about this really, really cool tool. And it's something that's a really good starting point for, like I said, for this next set of series of, uh, some things you can do as far as retirement planning, uh, just, just general financial well-being, and so on. So that said, I will have a, uh, link to personal capital, something else that they're doing too. And this really is no reason why I'm doing this podcast now, but, uh, this just happened to show up last night. I saw it for the first time. But if you share personal capital with a friend, you can each get $20 on an Amazon gift card, which I thought was kind of neat. And like I said, there's nothing. I don't work for them. I don't have anything to do with them. I found them in my own search months ago, and I've been using them ever since. And uh, I really love them. So, And that's kind of a neat little thing. So if you're interested, uh, swing by prepfortoday.com. That's prep, P-R-E-P-F-O-R, today.com. And I'll have a link for it either in the show notes or over on the sidebar. Uh, so if you're interested in that. Uh, when I signed up, they didn't have anything like that. You just signed up for free, and it was free as free. So, uh, But that's all I have for today. Uh, stay tuned. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe because I've got some new podcasts coming. Uh, you can subscribe over at the site or uh, if you use iTunes or Google Play or any of those different different um, podcast utilities, uh, you know, please subscribe. I appreciate that. And if you have any questions or comments or suggestions or just feedback in general, I'd really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, you could shoot me an email at steve at prepfortoday.com. Uh, it'll help me uh, continue to try to make this better and, and more useful. So that's all I've got for today. I want to thank you very much. I appreciate your time, and uh, have a great day. Something better, got to be something more, something more.